What's good? This energy. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. If I ain't a young shiner, then what do you call Alright, so we got the one and only Energy Beats jumping off the porch with us today. What's Welcome, good? man. How you feeling, man? man? I'm feeling great, man. How about yourself today, man? Feeling good, man. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you coming by, man. Been following your career for the last couple years, man. So yeah. it's an honor to have you sit on here, man. Man, appreciate it. It's an honor, bro. I've been, you know, I'm hip. I'm hip on all on everything you got going on. So it's, it's pretty dope, man. Appreciate, appreciate that, you. man, for sure, man. Yeah, so what else you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? I'm sure you tapping in with the other artists and all that, or? Oh, uh, yeah. Really, just really. Whenever I go out of town, I just feel good, really get like a good vibe, really. Um, like anything spontaneous can happen. <laughs> so it's like, it just, that's the reason I like going out of town. Either Atlanta or LA for real. Like I can just get anything done anytime yeah. I want to. So I feel yeah. that. Yeah. How do you like the vibes here in Atlanta compared to back at home then? I, I actually like Michigan vibes more than any. Really? Yeah, anywhere in the world. Cause <laughs> it's like, you can live a normal life. You don't gotta, you don't gotta really go through no traffic. You ain't gotta really deal. I feel like you ain't gotta deal with no like crazy like, just weird shit just happening. Like it's pretty normal. You yeah. ain't gotta like, you know what I'm saying? I can go to the store. I ain't gotta have nothing. I ain't gotta be crazy. Or I ain't gotta think nothing crazy. Or I ain't gotta worry about traffic or worry about nothing. It's just pretty smooth. I feel like I'm gonna be in Michigan like forever. For real. And then having places in other spots but like I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Michigan forever though it's I think that ain't nothing wrong with that man mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah all right so you originally from Beecher right yeah okay. I, I grew up in Beecher and I left and went to like it's a school called Southwestern uh I went to, I came to Flint when I was like what, what was that like 12 okay 12, 12 13 12 and then finished the rest of my school in there but I grew up in Beecher, met okay. all, uh, all the Beecher rappers there, you know what I'm saying, just growing up there, but um, yeah, uh, came to Flint when I was 12. I got you. Mm -hmm. So how would you describe Beecher to someone that's never been up there? They've never been to Flint, they've never been to Beecher, man. How would you describe it then? I'd describe it more like, it's like a close-knit like family, like it's a family. Like, I feel like you, I feel like people can relate to that. Like that's, like that's the most relatable answer. Like we got like, it, it feel like it's its own thing, but like the closest word to describe it is like a family. Like everybody close knit, everybody, parents know each other. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's more close knit versus, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the cities, but it's like more close knit, you know what I'm saying? Put together. I got you, man. Mm -hmm. um, so YSR, YSR Grams was just sitting on this porch and he said, you were making beats when you were three years old. Oh yeah. Is that true? That's true. I, I, I don't remember making my first beat. <laughs> like, I don't even I, have memories from when I was three years old. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so it's like, like I, I've been making beats my whole life. Like that's all I knew. All I knew was music. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just, I don't recall you know what I'm saying, anything, a lot of beats from then, but I just knew I just loved doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. so did you always knew like, all right, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to pursue. There's no backup plan. Music is the way. Man, uh, it's crazy because like I, I went through that when I was in high school. In high school, I always used to tell people I want to be an engineer. Really? And I hate math. Like I hate math. I hate, 
I, I really dislike it. But I, I used to tell myself I would be an engineer my whole life, like a mechanical engineer. Huh. But like one day I just was like, and I always knew it, like I want to make music, but I thought it wasn't no path for that. Hmm. So I just, I just always made it to where it was, I always like had it to where I always kept that thought, I want to keep making music, but I always just wanted to go for like an engineering role, you know what I'm saying, play it safe. But like, it was like my senior year, I just told myself like, I'm a, I want to get rich and make beats. <laughs> That's all I want to do. It's a hell of a life, right? That's that's all I want to do. I want to get rich and make beats. So it's like, like with those that simple sentence right there, like I just I just said, bro, I'm just go all in. Yeah. And certain things happened in my life to where, like, I was supposed to go to college. I got a full ride For from real? like the Flint scholarships, and I was I was going, I was about to go to uh, U of M Flint, and. Uh, I, it, it didn't happen. Like some like fast with stuff messed up. And I just took a took a break, and I didn't. I just worked, and so uh, I just I just ended up ended up like just kept pushing for you know what I'm saying. Just kept pushing it. I, I blew. You know what I'm saying. Legendary yeah. when when Rio dropped Legendary. That was when I knew like I'm in it. I'm in it up for real. Like that's a that's a that's a three hundred thousand dollar song for real. Shoot. Like that's that's a crazy song. Yeah. Like. That's a couple years salary on a, you know, being exactly. an engineer. <laughs> right. Come on, man. So it was like, I knew I was in the dough for real, like when stuff like that happened, when that happened. So. Yeah. Yeah. And your pops was a rapper, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was a rapper and a producer. Okay. So he was both. So he was yeah. a duo. So I, I that automatically off instinct rubbed off on me. I was always around it. That's how I learned it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So. Yeah, that, that's easy, you know what I'm saying, that rubbed off on me. Yeah, so I think it, he was pretty supportive of you when you were like, man, I want to make beats. I want to do this music shit. He was like, probably, hell yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's one thing I can say, like, about my, my, just my parents in general, like, supporting no matter what, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what you got to have, like, when you, you know what I'm saying, when you want to go to something that's different, you got to have people that, at least one person, to say, like, you know, uh, that believe in you, you know what I'm saying? Even if they don't, I feel like I still go for that, but like, it just helped a lot. Helped a lot, you know what I'm saying? I can just go for it, so. Real shit. So who'd you grow up listening to, whether it was artist-wise or producer-wise? Who had really inspired you back then? Man, um, when I was little, I used to listen to a lot of West Coast music. Okay. I used to listen to a lot of uh, Ice Cube, Tupac, uh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop's my favorite when I was little. Um, but I didn't know until I got older that that was my favorite. I, I, I used to really love 3-6 Mafia and Project Pat and them, like, that whole old Memphis song, 8-Ball mm -hmm. MJG, like, them my favorites, you know what I'm saying? Um, on the rapper side. Um, producer side, like, I grew up on Pharrell, you know, of course Dr. Dre uh, from the West Coast, but Pharrell, he was my favorite still my favorite like all time and then as like coming to age like i say like i say like metro okay metro yeah. booming uh south side tm88 uh man uh honorable ceno okay yeah that's the goat i ain't gonna lie he he the one me and my brother can just literally break down his beats like we'll hmm. just sit 
and just literally listen to his beat. Like, that's one of my biggest inspirations. Like, I, we can literally sit down and listen to his beat. Like, you hear that? We can put it in there, rewind that. He he's from Michigan too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, he the GOAT. I ain't gonna lie, he, he the GOAT. So when you first start making beats, are you like trying to mimic like your favorite producers at the time? Or did you already come in saying, I need to have my own sound with this? Man, I was mimicking a lot of sounds throughout that time. Like I, I couldn't find it for a long time. <laughs> like I say, um, when I first tried to, you know, try to mimic a sound, it had to be like that 808 Mafia sound. Okay. You know, Southside sound, like that just, that sound right there is like the easiest sound. Well, not the easiest sound, but like the, one of the most, you can get a swing of it. And it's a lot, and that's why it's so water, it's so water in that area. It's a lot of producers that try to be like that. And I can't, I, I, I had to kick that for real. So um, that sound right there was one of the sounds I had to mimic. I tried to mimic, but like I kicked it, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So when would you say you finally developed your sound, or at least get in the right direction of where you wanted your sound to go then? Um, I'll say uh, senior year. Senior okay. year, uh, when I dropped, uh, when we dropped, me and Quavis, me and YSR Grams dropped uh, Tap In. Um, that was a, a little tape where it was like everything was new. You know what I'm saying? I developed that and working with him and I feel like that's when we discovered the sound for real. And ever since then, I just kept going with it just because it, it just sounded different. It was, everything was so new and fresh. I feel like nobody's bringing the game, bringing what I had to the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Something that's gonna make you move, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that was my senior year. It was like April, right? Like a, like a month before, month before I graduated. Okay. Yeah. Did you like challenge yourself to come out with a new sound or is that just how it just kind of worked out? Yeah, yeah, you got, as a producer, you gotta challenge yourself. You gotta, as an artist, period, you gotta challenge yourself to become something that make you stand out. You know what I'm saying? You got, everybody gotta have that. If you don't, it's like, it's like, you don't really, I feel like you don't really, you're not really in it. If, uh, you're not really being creative. You just, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody gonna try to find their own niche. So, yeah. yep. so what type of feedback did you guys get when Tap In drops in? Man, I just remember like, I remember like just hearing, I just remember hearing it around like the city, you know what I'm saying? And hearing it around like in certain people's car, I'm like, dang, that's me. People don't know that's me, but it's like, just still like, like people like banging in their speakers or, you know, uh, like, certain they'll just bring it up around me i'm just in the room like that that kind of it was a really good feedback and especially then like that was nobody was doing 50k views you know what i'm saying like not a lot of people you know what i'm saying like around us like it wasn't 50k views or 100 views 100k views like that's that was huge so it's like seeing that that was that was a really good feedback for sure for sure for sure for the start so how'd you get tapped in with Rio? Through YSR Grounds. Okay. Uh, Grounds had went to the uh, to do a feature with him, and uh, and he had he had linked me with him. You know what I'm saying? And then um, what happened after that? He just sent me his number. 
or he or he sent my number to him and then we just linked uh and then you know i was just sending beats sending beats to him and then he dropped dumber dumber yeah which is like an instant classic you know what i'm saying so and I, I think I had three songs on there, yeah. and all three of them was just something so different. I, and just seeing that reaction from like the whole Michigan reacting to something so new, that was that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Dumber Dumber, and then from there on, you know, everything built up to what it was. You know, yeah. just sending beats. So when it comes to legendary. Um is that something you just cooked up by yourself? And were you shopping that to other artists? Or was Rio the only one that got that one? That was uh, for sure a Rio beat. That was, <laughs> man, I was up at 3 a.m. cooking Legendary. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm just looking. I'm just, uh, I woke up out of my sleep to cook Legendary. Like, I got off work, and then I just had, um, I had, had like a melody when I woke up. I'm like, damn, I gotta get, I got to the end of the bed and just cooked it up sent it to him because it's like i already felt that like i already knew that that was a real beat you know what i'm saying so yeah that was that was for sure him i could that sent that as soon as i made it does he jump on it right away i think so i think i, I everything happened so fast everything felt like it was fast like so i think he did drop right, rap on it that night or or that next day, you know okay. what I'm saying? I, I don't know what he did, but, but it was fast though. I for sure heard the snippet. He sent it to me like okay. uh, like the next two days, I think. So he did, he he rapped on it super fast. I was listening there where I'm like, dang, did you, man. Did you expect it to do what it did though? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like, Rio was real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like anything Rio put his hands on, that boy don't, for sure, touched 200 at that time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, but we talking 20 million. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. So, yeah, I, I expected it. I was, I listened to the snippet 500 times before it came uh, out. It, I already knew that song was great. No, that's all. That's a classic right there, man, mm -hmm. for sure. And yeah. what about the coochie beat then? Man, actually, funny story because when I. When I made the coochie beat, it, it, I sold it to a person, a rapper. His name Eight Alive. Eight Alive, yeah, or yeah, and um, he uh, he I, I sold it to him for like I think I sold him to like three three hundred dollars, hmm. and then, but it wasn't like no agreement behind it, you know what I'm saying? So I ended up sending Jay the beat accidentally. And then accidentally you sent yeah, it to him. Really? I accidentally sent him like because I had a pack. I just sent him a pack. He raps on it. He put the snippet out on Instagram where somehow no no what yeah he was filming the video, and he he seen the snippet. He was like oh brother, oh uh, you I uh I bought this beat whatever. But we did like a little swap. We did a B swap, and that's how that came to fruition. Like mm -hmm. shout out to you bro because. Literally, he looked out. Yeah, he looked out. He could have been a dick about it, yeah. right? <laughs> so uh, that that happened. But with Coochie, that was like one of the ones too, where Jay sent the snippet, and me and my siblings was just like, we listening to that snippet like that. That was just crazy. Cause mind you, like I only did one song with Jay before that, or two songs or something like that. Like and every song that we did just came up. So it was like. It was it was it was written, bro. Like it was supposed to happen like that. Yeah. So, yeah. 
what'd you think of all the memes and all the TikToks that came from that song, man? Man, I I, I swear, like when it, I look back to 2020 because, like, that was a time of like being in a, in a house and like noticing like everything on the internet was just like times 10 because everybody in the house so yeah, it's like stuck. <laughs> yeah so i man that was that was crazy i ain't gonna lie that was like one of the funniest parts of my life for real just <laughs> sitting in the crib watching all the tiktoks and everything that came from jay period that was just crazy no nah, absolutely man he, he went viral so many different times it was ridiculous man. yeah facts um and so what about free <coughs> joe exotic how did that be you know, what was your inspiration when you created that and how did uh, Pac-Man get that one? I, um, the thing with, with Pac-Man was I was supposed to be sending him beats. Like, I hit him up and I was supposed to send him beats, but I, I just never got around to sending him beats. Um, Pac-Man was, uh, Pac-Man the type of person, he, he thinks strategic. Like, he planned out everything. Like, every song that he dropped, he planned it. Like, so he planned it from straight beginning. Like, I need a beat that's just like, that's hard. You know what I'm saying? If I need a facade for this side of feature. And I never sent them a beat, but I'm just fucking around. Like, never sending them, like, procrastinating on some shit. Then I cook up on live and I post a video. I think I still got the video saved in my phone. I'm cooking up on live. He commented on, on the video. And, um, uh, he told me that was the one, and I huh. sent him that one because I, because I'm like, All right, let's get it because I've been supposed to work with him. You know what I'm saying? He's been viral. I've been supposed to, but that inspiration was just really like me just cooking up, and it just that being the one, yeah. like he wanted that, so he planned that out. You know what I'm saying? Every single step. So, yeah. What'd you think the first time you heard the whole song with him and Sada on it? It was crazy because I, I I wanted to do a Sada, I do I wanted to do a song with Sada. Like, Sada was crazy. Like, mm -hmm. Sada still, Sada crazy. So it's like, he had Michigan on lock for years. So it's like, having a Sada feature and then having Pac-Man, that song was just dope. Even if it, if it did uh, 100K views, that song was still gonna be fire to me. So yeah. it's like, for sure, that was, that was a crazy song, one of my favorites for real. Yeah, definitely took Pac-Man's career to the next level. Absolutely, man. For real. Yeah. Um, so how'd you get locked in with ESTG for the 5,500 degrees? Um, that was um, through um, through Berlin. Okay. Through Berlin, um, she she linked me with with sending packs to them. You know what I'm saying to that group, and um, and that that's the way I got that. And uh, everybody should have stood like that. That was in the same pack. You know what yeah. I'm saying. So that was that was a blessing from her for real, for real. Like. She put me on yeah. in, that, in that scenario, so, and it took off. That was that was a blessing. Do you do a lot of sampling in your beats like that? I do. Yeah, I do. I and I try to stay away from it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like the clearances and the all that. clearances and and really, I just be wanting to be more melodic. But I've been sampling since I was young. Like I've been sampling for years. So it's like that's my my top go. So. Yeah, yeah, the sampling is like natural to me. Yeah. And now you got the placement on the new CMG album. They actually just dropped the video a couple of hours ago. Just dropped the video. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that boy is crazy. Yeah. Tripstar, shout out Tripstar, shout out Moneybag, shout out G. 
uh, to that whole that whole camp. CMG crazy. Yeah, I feel um, like they're gonna really start rocking with you, man. I yeah, feel like yeah, yeah, like for real, cause they they got it, bro. Like I I just like how they they stick together for real. Yeah, but yeah. That song, that song, wow! I've been listening to that for uh, a minute now. I'm in my phone. That boy crazy. Um, you, you and Wayne did the, uh, the cash app for Louis Ray. So we had Wayne up here. You talking about you guys cooked that up in your car? Is that right? Yeah. Was it his car? I can't remember which one. I pulled up in the vet <laughs> and he wanted to, you know what I'm saying? He wanted to really just get in it for real, for real. Like, we was like, like cause I ain't, I ain't even show him yet. I just had pulled up and, uh, I think, I think it wasn't like no arts in the studio, in the studio we pulled up to. It wasn't no arts or nothing. We could hook it up. And up those spots, so I'm like, I just we just get in the car, we just we just hook it up to the Bluetooth. He cooked up the melody, and uh, I just dropped it down a couple uh, octaves, and that's how that went for real, for real. Yeah. Like, that, that boy is crazy. And that song was actually out for a few months before it catches fire. Yeah, that's when I. That's crazy, cause that song really like. That song was out forever. Like, I will say that song was out like eight months before it mm -hmm. popped. That was a long time. But like, that's how you knew that song was like a, really a hit. Cause I think, it, I think it just got put out, like on Slice and just got put out. I don't know what happened or whatever, but it just got put out. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's when a real hit catch fire. Yeah. That's a real hit. Um, so what's your creative process like today? Uh, today, it's, it's really the same. Yeah. I would say, um, because my creative process, I just go in it and like just go off what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? I try to make the beat fast as possible. I don't really like to think about it for real. But when I do, I will say like recently though, like I've I've been thinking about a lot of beats. So like now I just gotta, I feel like I gotta come more aggressive. You know what I'm saying? But um, really, just I just try to cook up fast as possible for real. Like every beat that I've done that's been big, been cooked within 10 minutes. Oh, wow. It's just, I'm just a very simple person. You know what I'm saying? I'm very simple, straightforward. So it's like, yeah, I'm just simple. I got you. Do you prefer to cook up with the artists like in the studio with you or just cook up by yourself and send them out or pull up on someone? I, I think, I think I, um, I really think uh, either one don't really matter to me for real. Yeah. Like I'd rather, I think I'd rather be in that person's face, really, so we can lock in for real. But a lot of a lot of my songs, I, I literally just sent off the phone. So it's like the new wave of producers is literally just sending. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. But in my case, in my case, I really got lucky, like in a lot of shit, like because people before us put they put their foot down. You know what I'm saying? They really going to these studio sessions like, but I had it easy. You know what I'm saying? I just had to send a beat. <laughs> and I got on. That's crazy. And if you're in the studio with an artist, are you very hands-on or you kind of just let them do their thing? Now? I'm kind of like, I want to be more hands-on though. I actually, but I'm, I let them do their thing for sure. But I want to be able to grow into a real producer, like creating a real song. So I feel like that's a goal I, I want to set for myself because it's like, I feel like I got more potential than just being a beat maker, you know what I'm saying? I, I really want to put my hands on. But I feel like I just gotta educate myself on, on just vibes and lyrics and and just really like 
plans for just songs. Like, what do people need in the world? For mm -hmm. So it's like, just gotta educate myself. Did you ever try to rap? Nah. <laughs> never? Nah. Nah. You always knew producing was for you, huh? Yeah, I, I, I would never rap, ever. <laughs> never. I, I can't really, because this is the thing, like, lyrics don't come to my mind. Actually, when I listen to music, I don't listen to, to lyrics. I can't tell you who my favorite rapper is because I, I don't listen to lyrics. You're more listening to the beats? I'm listening to the sounds. I'm listening to the feeling of the song. Like, I don't, I, I can sit up and listen to orchestra and jazz all day because I don't listen. I, so it's like, I don't, I don't really care for lyrics. Yeah. I, I really just go off the feeling, so I couldn't tell you who my favorite rapper for real. I got you. Mm. Do you play any instruments? Uh, no, no instruments. Ever try? I want to try, but I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I kind of looked up some videos on how to like play the piano MIDI a little bit, but yeah. everything been straight off the okay. keyboard and mouse. I feel that. Mm -hmm. um, how did you get your tags? I know you had an old one and now you got the new one that, that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, that's crazy you know about the old one. Uh, the old one. I did it because I said I needed a tag, and it took me a long time to just do it. But I, like one day, I just said I gotta do it. Like it's my senior year. This one, I decided I'm just I'm going all the way in. Um, I just got on my phone and just said like just said Energy Beats on on my phone, and then I just uh, put it like in the little thing and kind of twisted it up, added a reverb, and put, took it down a little bit, and that was my tag. And then one day, I think. Uh, I think I just called Kid, Chris Black Kid, mm -hmm. and I just, uh, he sent me three tags. I, I just called him, because Kid got a, like a voice to where it's like, it's, it's very recognizable, you know what I'm saying? I, I said I, I wanted him to do my tag for real. So he sent me three of them and that, uh, and I'm still using that one to this day. I, ain't gonna, I don't think I'm ever gonna change that one. Yeah, I feel like at this point, it's gonna yeah. be tough to change that one. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Like, I got a couple with Jay, like with, YJ, like I got a couple uh, where he did it off the of coochie. Like, uh, yeah, why he you gave you a couple shout outs at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, like I got that one. I used it a couple times, but that just kids stuff is just too crazy. It's just too crazy. Yeah, at this point, it's like legendary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't change that shit Back. at this point. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, got to ask you about this Facebook post you put up the other day, man. Let me re make sure I get this right. So you said, being successful in music is not worth sacrificing your life with a death chant in your music. Can you expand on that a little? Um, I'll even go a little further. What the, there was more to it. It's mm -hmm. A lot of artists are literally calling on death in their music so they're getting back what they put out. That's facts. A lot of artists uh, today is like, a lot of people don't understand, like, like the energy you put out into the world, like it's you will literally get that back. Like, and I don't really like to use karma, but karma, in a sense of, you know, what I'm saying you reap what you sow. Like, everything you do has a like a, a reaction. You know, what I'm saying you get a reaction out of it. Like, it's, it, and it's a lot of people that's lost in that. You know, what I'm saying, and that you have this whole drill scene everywhere. And it's like, people really lost. They don't really know that they'll, they can say that they, or they can kill somebody. And 
they can get killed from that. You know what I'm saying? Or they do understand it, and they just they just keep going with it. So, you know, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy what what state of mind we are in the in the wrestling for. Real. No, so. that's very true, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, how do you feel when people say, I don't know if they leave comments to you or hit you up, but like, we want that old sound from you. How does that make you feel knowing that you're growing as a producer, you're growing into the new sound, mm-hmm. and they just want something old from you? I will say, uh, I will say, I don't take no offense from it. First, because uh, I feel like they say this because. Uh, the scene has moved into a way where everybody has copied this one sound, right? And it's a sound that has not been touched yet, you know? Like, I can't, nobody can imitate that. Only I can go back to that. Only me. Because it's like, it, it's been a sound, I don't know where at, where, they, where a lot of producers picked up, but it's, a lot, it's been that sound that's been copied though, you know what I'm saying? Like. And it's a very like easy sound of a copy. I think I think like after Coochie dropped, yeah. I would say, like that's when everything started to get watered a little bit. And it's a lot of producers that sound like that. So, you know, I don't really take any offense because honestly, that sound was just different. You know what I'm saying? It was different, and it's not something that's in the now. But you know, I, of course, I go back to that. You know what I'm saying? To experiment with that because I actually like that. You know what I'm saying? But of course, I'm gonna keep growing because I'm still making fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I can't take no offense to that. I'm still making heat. So no, I feel that. Um, how do you feel like if you go on YouTube and there's energy type beats? Man, it's <laughs> are you flattered at this point? Is you just chuck it up as this is part of the game, at or this is point, it like God damn, get your own sound? <laughs> at this point, I don't care because it's like that's how I know I made it, huh? For real, because it's like. Like everywhere, I ain't gonna lie. It's a lot of, it's, it's, it's a lot of. That's that just comes with. That's what comes with uh, being successful or making the creating the sound successfully. Mm-hmm. When you hear thousands of producers copying, it's like, you know, you made it. I can't, I can't be mad at it. You know what I'm saying? I, you really pushing it. You really promoting my my sound. Not very true. So it's like I can't, I can't be mad at it. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At what point did you know you needed to get management on your team? Uh, I would say, I would say, uh, I mean, I already have my manager. My pops were my manager since since day one, okay. since day one. So, you know, it, it really wasn't a part where I needed to, you know what I'm saying, where I found out I needed to. I just had it. I just, I didn't have to go through anything. I just, I just had it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You're blessed with that, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So looking ahead, where, where do you want like Energy Beats, where do you want this brand to go? Man, uh, I want to be, I want to be in a conversation of like, of like goat talk, you know what I'm saying? I want to be like in a conversation of like where somebody like speak on for real. Like I want to be on that, you know? like. I feel like I bring so something so different that like it's like I I wanna be in those kind of rooms, you know what I'm saying? That's my goal, you know what I'm saying? I wanna make global hits. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I can say about that. Yeah. No, you're definitely on your way, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
what's some advice you would share to some upcoming producers right now? Um, I say, I say move around. I say move around and get in rooms. Like, get in the rooms to where you can like, you can like be around everything to where you can have your opportunity, you know what I'm saying? But I say just stay consistent, but um, just move around for real. Like, because honestly, no matter how try, uh, if you, no matter how good you are, for real, for real, if you move around, you networking right, and your beats decent, you can you can blow. Like, literally, just knowing people is some, some a lot of the times it's who you know. Yeah. You don't got to be the hardest. You can just know somebody. I say just network for real, for real, and then just try to be different. I mean, but it's hard to it's hard to when. You know, a lot of people just, uh, you know, can't be different, different, but try to, you know what I'm saying? No, that's solid advice right there. Mm -hmm. um, can you reveal any placements that are coming up? I know it kind of gets tricky, whether, you know, the paperwork hasn't been done or you don't want to jinx it in case it doesn't drop. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna just, y'all gonna see it. Nah, I ain't gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. All right, you got any shout outs you like to give before we wrap it up? Uh, shout out my little brother, uh, Eon Beats. Uh, he the next, I feel like he gonna be my one to where I wanna, uh, I really want him to be polished, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, shout out Jalen, shout out Pablo, 616. Shout out Wayne, 616. Uh, shout out, um, shout out, um, Baby on the track. That's like all, my, like all of my little, my little niggas. You know what I'm saying? That I want to come up with. Me. So, yeah. Shout out, shout out them. If I ain't a young shiner, then what do you call that? Fucking niggas, hoes, he 